0: Hi, my name is Miriam Tomeskin, and this is the Black TV Show Podcast. This is where I talk about my favorite TV show episodes, currently talking about season two of The Cosby Show. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 44, The Cosby Show season two, episode 21, An Early Spring. This episode aired March 20th, 1986. Uh, we start off outside of the house for the first time ever, it seems like. And Claire is reading a newspaper and Cliff is teaching Rudy how to bike and like, you know, Rudy wants to bike again. But Cliff is like, no, because all he's doing is holding on to the seat, basically chasing behind her. And that's not fun. That's not, especially when you're older, it's not fun. And uh, Rudy's only doing the pedaling. Uh, and so he's like, no, like this is, I don't want to do it. And Cliff says, you know, this time you need to go by yourself. And Rudy's like, I'm, I might fall. Like, I don't know. Like, you're not gonna be able to catch me. and He's like, you're not gonna fall. I will catch you. And Cliff is, like, teaching her how to balance on the bike. and At the same time, Claire is saying, I think it's not a bad idea that you learn how to bike. And they go and Claire tells Cliff to not go fast. Like, they're, like, going down the corner, all that, all the way to somewhere that we don't see. And, like, they're going super fast and Claire is like, make sure you don't go so fast because she's afraid that she's gonna she's gonna fall and hurt herself and then we see mrs. Westlake coming walking in uh she's coming for an appointment but she's early and she decides to sit and Claire is trying to help her out and mrs. Wesley says N- no sitting down is easy but getting up is the problem and you know in school her students does help her out, out to get up And I was like wow that's so sweet um, I'm trying to think, like, I don't remember any of my teachers being pregnant at the time that they taught me. So I don't believe we've ever had a situation where we had to help the, the teacher, but that's so nice of her students to do that. And, uh, she's actually three and a half weeks due till her birth. And, you know, her husband won't let her do anything. He waits on her night and day. And Claire was like, you know, that that's guilt. I uh, uh, they know that the you're uh, that you're uncomfortable and they can't do anything about it so they 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 try to help you in any way possible and claire says you know they say that they uh would be they would want to be in your situation but they really don't mean it Uh, and even like mrs westlake was like yeah no they do not mean i mean they, they don't want to be pregnant themselves like they don't want to be in that situation They're just saying that just to make you feel better in a way We see cockroach coming down running dropping his books to catch a football And mrs. Westlake is seeing all of this And so then all of a sudden Theo comes in and you see both cockroach and Theo and they start to do a dance And all of a sudden they see mrs. Westlake and she said mrs. Westlake says uh, do you always uh, treat your books like that? And Theo was like, no, 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 this is the first time we did it. Lies. Lies, lies, lies. That is not true. You're just saying that just so you could be on good terms with Mrs. Westlake. And I'm going to be going back and forth by saying cockroach and Walter because half the time people are saying Walter. So we know they're, it's the same person. So Walter uh, doesn't have his math book because he's going to study off of Theo's math book. And they're going to study for that uh, big test together. And so they start asking questions. So Walter asks, like, is there going to be anything? uh, Should we study more than others? I tend to do that a lot when I was in high school, especially with, like, math and science. Um, Like, I'm just like, what should I focus the most? Especially when I was, like, in pre-cal, like some of the, you know, problems and equations, I'm like, oh my god, this is hard, but I need to, like, I want to focus on one that, one, I would rather focus on something that would be more on the test than something that might not be, where it would be something tiny. So, uh, Walter says, uh, do, will we need to focus on parallelograms and the Pythagorean theorem? Sorry if I said that wrong. That's, uh, that the Pythagorean theorem is that A squared plus B squared equals C squared. I remember that so well. There's literally even an episode in Smart Guy that talks about the whole equation. And so then Mrs. Westlake says, uh, with along with other things. And Theo says, oh, like, other, so then Theo says more things. I just decided not to pay attention to the exact stuff because I am not in high school anymore. So I don't really care about this math stuff. And so Theo is, and so Mrs. Westlake says along with other stuff. And so Theo is like, so you're basically saying that we need to study everything. And Mrs. Westlake says, good idea. And so they go and study. And we see Rudy comes and she's walking along, upset. And Cliff is riding on her bike. And Rudy uh, tells Claire that, you know, Daddy made me fall. And Cliff is like, I didn't make you fall. I tried to catch you and you fell. And was like, "You missed." And so Cliff says, "Let it go." Like, so Cliff says that you know she was she was on her own, and she started biking, and she was biking two blocks. And I told her, "Look at you! How you're doing! Like, you look good." And all of a sudden, she fell off the bike. I understand. Like, it's once you realize no one's helping you, you're like, "Oh my God, I can't do this anymore," and then you just fall. I understand, but it's just. And it falling off a bike is not fun. I I've it's been a while since I've, uh, rode a bike, but especially when I was a kid, I fell a lot, and it's not fun. Uh, so Claire says, oh, uh, I see the little boo boo, you know, uh, it's, and like Cliff was like, I checked the woman out, okay, she is fine, and and Rudy like points out the cuts, and Claire was like, oh, do you want a band aid? And she's like, yeah, I want a band aid. And so, and that will make her feel better. So she, she's like, okay, let's go get that band-aid. And they leave. And Cliff uh, tells Mrs. Lewis, like, so are you ready to have one of those? And Mrs. Lewislick says, I want a, f- a house full of children. And Cliff was like, I understand your philosophy, but you will appreciate the house when they're all gone. <laughs> That that's the whole premise of the Cosby Show is trying to get these kids out of the house. This is I feel like the start of that because um, it's not really p- we're not seeing that as much in the first two seasons because the kids are still young. But when we get closer into like season five and season six, that's going to be literally the premise of this show. We go to Cliff's office, and Cliff says we got to take precautions if the baby starts break dancing, which I assume means contractions uh that he she needs to call him right away and he also suggests that you know she should stay home for a few days and she was like i can't i what am i teaching and he was like can you take can you get someone to take the tests or give the test out for you and she was like no i'm giving an important test tomorrow and i need to be there to look at the kids so that they see basically see her stare her dark scare is a stare that scares you real hard you know and so then Cliff says okay well as long as you promise to stay off your feet uh then uh you can go to work uh, but if the baby starts break dancing you call me and Mrs. Westlake says what happens if it starts singing and so Cliff says then we'll put uh the baby in show business <laughs> This is so random. And so all of a sudden we hear noise from upstairs from Rudy and Vanessa. They're fighting, they're calling each other names. Uh so Cliff says uh to Mrs. West like you should just have one. Because based on what's his experience. And so then we cut to the kitchen and Vanessa is like in the staircase and calling for Claire to come to her and Claire's like, I can't, I'm busy and ask her to come down. And so she comes down and she has a pimple on her forehead. And Vanessa, uh, and Claire was like, oh, so you just have a pimple on your forehead. Like, and uh, Vanessa was like, my life is over. And uh, Vanessa says, you know, is it big? And Claire was like, no. And Vanessa was like, but you pointed it out. And Claire was like, but you literally told me what where it is. I, I wouldn't have noticed, basically, if you didn't pointed it out. And so then Denise makes uh, jokes that, you know, Vanessa's life is over. And Rudy asks, like, if she could see it. And was like, no. Uh, And Rudy says, put a Band-Aid on it. Because, you know, Band-Aids help out with every problem. I should be a sponsor of of Band-Aids, honestly. Uh, I tend to need one all the time. But, yeah, uh, Rudy, I I love you, but a Band-Aid does not solve all problems. And so... Uh, Denise uh, tells Vanessa, like, tell people that you're a unicorn. <laughs> so funny. And so, and, and, and you know, when I look at my life, I I have a, I tend to get a lot of pimples, especially if I eat unhealthy. And I still live. And, you know, I people don't really call me ugly. So I don't know why Vanessa is so worried about it. Uh, people will like you for who you are and not what's on your face, basically. Claire says to Denise to stop it because she remembers when Denise got her first room pull and locked herself in the bedroom and had the blinds closed. And Vanessa was like, uh, said, at least I'm not hiding. And Denise was like, did Robert see it? And then all of a sudden, Vanessa screams. She's like, mom, oh my God, I can't let Robert see this. And and Claire uh, literally had to, Claire was just like shocked by the reaction that Vanessa had and literally had to calm her down. Like, calm down, calm down. You know, you just have hormones jumping up and down. And sometimes this happens. It's just a blemish. Like literally she had to calm her down. Like it was like as if like Vanessa had some kind of, had a panic attack. It was like the way that Vanessa reacted. It was crazy. I was like, calm down, girl. Like he will like you for who you are. And so then Denise tells Vanessa, "Uh, there are ways to living with pimples. Let's go upstairs to the bedroom. And so they go. And Cliff comes in and says, what's happening? And Rudy was like, pimple. And Cliff says, who? And then Rudy says, Vanessa. And Cliff says, what are we going to do about it? And she was like, nothing. <laughs> and so then we cut to Theo's room and Theo and cockroach are sitting. Theo asks what an acute triangle is to cockroach. And you know, he's not really answering the question, but then finally he says acute triangle is something that looks good. Uh, I looked up what acute triangle is. I know what it, what, what it is, but I wanted to get the right definition. Acute triangle is all the three internal angles of a triangle are acute. That is, they measure less than nine degrees. And so then Cockroach tries again, and he says acute triangles, three acute angles. And Cockroach wants to stop studying. And Theo says, like, we haven't even gone into the hard stuff. Like, we need to talk about the median and, like, a whole bunch of things. And uh, I looked up, and so he basically said what a median is. And so I looked it up on Google. And a median is the lines a segment from the vertex to the midpoint of the opposite side. It is also an angle bisector when the vortex is an angle in an equilateral triangle and non-conjugated angle of an isosceles triangle. Sorry, I really butchered that definition. I'm sorry. I just have a hard time sometimes saying certain words. And so cockroach, basically, we, we learned a few math terminologies from this episode. I feel like this would be a good episode for a math class, honestly just just saying this, you know? And then Cockroach is, says, you know, he's done studying. He doesn't want to, he doesn't care about this. Like, why do I need math in my life? And so he le- leaves uh, Theo's bedroom and goes into the living room and Cl- uh, Cliff walks in while this is happening. And Theo tells Cockroach, like, we're not st- done studying. And Cockroach cockroach says doesn't he just doesn't want it and cliff is like asking what happened and cockroach comes in and slams his book on uh like the table next to the couch and uh like you don't care about my furniture and Cl- cockroach tries like to uh like rub it a bit and like uh cliff was like that's not gonna help and so cockroach says Uh, that he doesn't care about a circumference of a circle, uh, angles. He's frustrated that the stuff that he's learning is useless and he will not need it for the real world. And Cliff says, you will need math in the real world. And Cockroach says uh, he won't because he's going to inherit his dad's scrap iron business. I didn't know what that was, so I looked that up. A scrap metal business uh, that buys and sells scrap metal for recycling, manufacturing, and many other purposes. So that's what it is that he's planning to inherit. And Cliff says, uh, you need math to help count the money. And Cockroach was like, no, we have an accountant that does that. And so Cliff says, uh, well, you need someone to weigh the metal. And so Cockroach was like, well, we have a, a form in that does that. And Cliff says, well, then you're going to be broke. So Cockroach is like, what do you mean by that? And Cliff basically says like, if the uh, foreman can count and the accountant can count, then you're going to be broke. There won't be any job for you. And so Cockroach says like, so Cockroach says you will study, but not so much because uh, Mrs. Westlake assigns more homework than any other teacher. And she thinks that math is the only subject in the world. And Cockroach says... And Cockroach says the more that the students sweat, the more that she likes it. And the phone rings, and Theo gets the phone, and it's Mrs. Westlake. Uh, And so he gives the phone to uh, Cliff, and Cliff was about to give it to uh, Cockroach when he's about to go upstairs. And so Cliff uh, answers the phone and finds out that the baby is breakdancing. And uh, Cliff tells her that she needs to go to the emergency room. And so uh, she, he goes, he's about to leave, and, you know, Theo is like, what's going on? And so Cliff says, you know, I'm going to the hospital to see Mrs. West. Like, you know, she ha- might have some complications, so uh, he'll find out what's what's going on once he gets to the hospital. And so he leaves, and Theo says, or uh, before he leaves, Theo asks, like, is this serious? And Cliff says, I don't know, uh, but I will find out. And so he leaves. So Theo tells Cockroach, maybe uh, she's going to have the baby early. Cockroach says uh, maybe there won't be a test tomorrow and they shouldn't study for the test. And Theo was like, we're talking about Mrs. Westlake. She can have the baby tonight and still show up f- tomorrow f- to give that test. That That is true about women. Women, uh, that, you know, it, you remember that episode that Claire says, you know, a woman can have pneumonia, man- malaria, uh, a cold, a flu and all that and still be able to do their normal job. This is an example that uh, Theo basically says about Mrs. Westlake, because she's like Superwoman, basically. And so we end Act 1 right there, and we go into Act 2, and we're in the hospital, and we see Jake. Uh, that's uh, Mrs. Westlake's uh, husband, and he's waiting on her, and Mrs. Westlake was like, knock it off, honestly. And Jake says, if, you, like, if you're worried, I, like, I'm here to make you feel better. And she was like, it's just a simple operation. It's just that she might have the baby early. It's the same thing that would have happened if it was a few months later. Or I guess it was three weeks early, right? She said She's due in three weeks. So Cliff is ready for the operation. And he tells Jake uh, about the operation room where there will be a curtain in the middle of her stomach, basically. And Jake gets to see her from chest up. And if, and Cliff uh, gets to see her from the middle down, and if Jake peeks over to the other side, he will pass out. And Cliff tells the nurse to take Jake to the OR. And by the way, the person that was playing the nurse, which I didn't realize this until I literally watched the episode, is Garcelle. You know, Garcelle is, uh, at the time that I'm recording this, because uh, I do pre-record some of these episodes, uh, Garcelle's on the reel. And so I watch her every day. And so I was like, whoa, I didn't realize it's Garcelle. Uh, sh- so this is probably her, uh, this is the start of her career before she was on the Jamie Foxx show. And so then Cliff uh, tells- so uh, the nurse and uh, Jake leave and Cliff talks to Mrs. Westlake and says, Oh, he's cute. And Mrs. We- uh, Westlake says, you know, she's she's not worried about this uh, you know, operation because Cliff is there. And Cliff says he has something important to tell her about the math test tomorrow. And she points out that, you know, there won't be any tests tomorrow. Uh, Because of, of course, because of this uh, operation, this birth that she's going to be having. And Cliff says, okay, good. But when you do give the test, can you give my son an A? And he'll, he's trying to get into Harvard. (laughs) This is when? I thought he's trying to get into Hillman. Okay. Uh, The HBCU that you've been like pushing your kids into. Why Harvard? And so uh, if he has an A from her, then that means, you know, they, they might choose him. And Cliff says he doesn't want to put pressure on Mrs. Westlake. And Mrs. Westlake says, I can't do that for Theodore. He has to earn it like everyone else, like giving me cash. (laughs) And so he's like, yes, 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 yes. I'll give you the cash, you know. I I know this is all jokes, but it's just funny the way that they're interacting like this. And so then we cut to being outside the Huxtable house uh, and Claire is reading a magazine. We really are using this outside set a lot in season two. I don't think we're going to be seeing much of it once we hit season three. Uh, But like literally we're like we started the episode with that, with the outside of the house steps. We're now seeing uh, Claire sitting there and then we're going to see it again later on in this episode. So they're really utilizing this set. I don't know what this set would look will be like once we go into other uh, seasons. If it's maybe other outdoor sets. I'm not sure. And so she's reading a magazine. She's drinking a drink that apparently uh, doesn't have taste. Because Cliff takes a taste of it. And we find out Cliff uh, walked home instead of dr- driving from the hospital. And he left the ca- car at the hospital because... You know, he had a good day. Uh, And Claire says, you know, usually if you walk, that means you're very happy and things had gone very well. And Cliff says, yeah, it was good. It was even amazing. Uh, Because Mrs. Westlake and Mr. Westlake had a baby girl named Gabrielle Anthony Westlake. Or I think it's Antonio. Sorry, I said Anthony. It's Gabrielle Antonio Westlake. And Cliff says, uh, you know, I'm amazing, you know, I I am amazing. But I also realized that I am a helper. So basically saying that, you know, I feel like when he said that, I felt like he meant that, you know, God is there to provide this life for us. And with the, uh, with Cliff's knowledge and expertise, he's helping God do amazing work for the world by bringing life into this world so i feel like that's what he meant by that and theo uh and cockroach come out uh of the house and ask like what happened and of course he says you know she had a baby girl and i don't think she's giving that test out tomorrow and so cliff uh says you know she's she has to stay home and take care of the baby and so uh theo's like oh so that means she's gone for the rest of the year might be a substitute so then uh, it's the next day and Vanessa comes home and she's wearing a headband where is, which is covering the pimple so that is the method that uh, Denise gave her for the covering the pimple and uh, you know everyone loved the headband even Robert said it was hot and Denise looks at uh, Vanessa's face and says oh I see. I see something on your nose and Vanessa was like no and she runs up the stairs while Cliff is coming down and literally almost pushed Cliff off the stairs. And Cliff was like, what, I- what is, what happened? And Denise was like, a pimple. And Cliff was like, is she trying to outrun the pimple? And so then uh, Cliff goes outside and Claire is standing there on the steps while Rudy is biking by herself. And Claire, uh, and Cliff was like, is that our daughter riding a bike by herself? And Claire was like, yeah, I, I told her what to do. And she did it. And Claire was like, what? You told her what to do and she did it? And I had to chase after her all this time? How is that even possible? And Rudy says to Claire, you know, you're a good teacher. So Rudy asks, like, can I ride to the park by myself? Claire says, no, you you need to have an adult with you. And so Rudy asks, can you come to the park with me? And she's like, yes. And so then uh, Theo comes home from school and says, today he saw something he will never forget in the rest of his life. They had a sub today. It was a nice man, uh, Mr. Baker. Um, he started class and teacher he he said that Mrs. Westlake is out for the rest of the year and the test is postponed till tomorrow. That was a big mistake uh, because everyone started talking and laughing. One guy put a radio playing it and there was a party going on. And so he says cockroach got up and says to everyone, "Guys, you make me sick. We are Mrs. Westlake's class." Look how we're behaving. And now this woman has worked hard all year to teach us something. And so he says to show her that we care uh, each and every one go home tonight and study before like you've never studied before and get the best grades that you've never got and if Cockroach finds out that they didn't give their 100% he's going to, they're gonna to have to answer it to him and he looks at Mr. Baker and he says you got this and they went to the rest of the class and Cliff was like Walter and Theo was like yeah Walter and Cliff was like scrap iron and Theo was like yeah and so Cliff says I don't know what got into him and Theo says I don't know either I guess he Likes being part of the the class and Theo says he's gonna go study because After what he saw today, he doesn't want to answer to cockroach and so cliff uh, So we so we end that scene right there and we cut to and by the way, this whole scene is happening within the outside um, Of the house set as I said they've used the set So many times throughout this episode and we're gonna see the set again I believe in the next episode and so we cut to the hospital and Cliff um, is seeing Mrs. Westlake and uh, she asks if he saw her baby today. And he's like, no, once I take them out, it goes to a different department. That is so true. You know, I have a friend, she's a nurse in postpartum. So she deals with uh, once the baby is delivered, she takes care of the baby until they, the, the woman uh, leaves the hospital. So that's her expertise. He, she, uh, she has nothing to do with anything to do with labor and delivery. And so I understand what she, I, when he said that, I was like, I literally understand what you meant because I, you know, I have a friend that deal is in that department, in the postpartum department. So it was, it was so relatable right there. Mrs. Westlick says uh, to Cliff, like, do you think uh, Gabrielle is the most beautiful baby that he's ever seen? And he's like, yeah, but don't tell my wife. Because, of course, you know, he has five children. You, you, when you have your own children, you got to say that your children are the most beautiful people in the world. You can't say other people's children are better than yours. That's just wrong, okay? Mrs. Westlake asks when uh, she can take the, ki- the baby home. And Cliff says, uh, tomorrow. And so Cliff says, in the meantime, uh, you have a guest or two. And so he opens the door, and it's the whole math class. And they, get, they give her a parallelogram. The parallelogram that Theo and his classmate gives uh, Mrs. Westlake to the hospital appears to be a ribose and I'm saying that so wrong so sorry I apologize for that. Uh, this is literally just coming off of the IMBD. Uh, so which is a technically a parallelogram but having four sides equal in size. Just fun fact right there. Um, I can't I can't like when I look at it I'm like it's a, sum, it's a shape. I just. It's been a, a long time since I've been in math class and learning about shapes. So it's just like, you know, I know the basic shapes, like a circle, square, rectangle, triangle. Like, I deal with that, you know. <laughs> and so everyone has signed it. And Mrs. like was like, oh, I'm going to put this in the baby's room so she can see what wonderful class that she had and teach her what a parallelogram is. And so Cliff uh, tells the kids that they got to leave because this is a fire hazard. If it's a fire hazard, why do you create the fire hazard? That is true. There was too many people in that one room. And when we think about with this pandemic, imagine... <laughs> it's just like that is uh, literally a super spreader right there within the hospital. Like, I don't think hospitals will be like that anymore. Like, they could only have a few people at a time. And so to see it like with that many people it's crazy and so everyone leaves but mrs wesley calls out cockroach and everyone laughs at him he's like oh you know the teacher is picking on you basically and so mrs wesley asks, uh or mrs wesley heard what happened uh mrs mr baker told her what happened and asked like and she says you know thank you for doing that and she asked cockroach like why why did you do that And he's like, it wasn't your class. And then, like, he stopped talking. And then he's like, it wasn't your class. And, like, he could just, he couldn't get words out, basically. And he's trying to basically leave the room. And while this is happening, the music, whoever picked the music, why did they pick a music that is like, for, like, a romantic scene. Like, I was, like, this is not a romantic situation. This is, like, you know, a teacher and a student situation. So I'm, like, to whoever the music, the composer of this episode, wrong choice of music. I was just, like, this it made me, like, feel like this was, like, a, a romantic scene. But I'm, like, this is not romantic. It's a teacher and a student relationship. And so, uh, for the first time ever, Mrs. Westlake says to Cockroach, Goodbye, cockroach. And she didn't say Walter because usually she says Walter. And we end the episode right there. So we had a few guest stars, although we've seen them before already. We had Sonia Bergera as Mrs. Westlake. We had Matt Williams who plays Jake or J- Jake Westlake and he actually wrote this episode. He's actually wrote a few episodes in this season, but I wanted to point that out that he actually wrote this uh episode. So fun fact right there. And then of course we had Carl Anthony Payne as uh Walter Cockroach. Um, and for continuity, I want to mention this in all of the established shots of the Huxtable house, it has seen being, uh, in the middle of a group of houses One fa- uh, with fences on each side of the front steps. Some scenes take place on the Huxable footsteps for this episode. I was telling you about that, that this episode, especially was taken on, uh, they, they shown the footst- the, the front steps of the house. In these scenes, there is a driveway on the left of the steps and to the right of the house, there is an alleyway. So basically what I'm saying is that um, when we see established shots, established shots are usually like based on real places, like re- like an actual outside of the house, um, you know, cars moving like that's an established shot. But what we're seeing in this episode where literally it was we're in a set They're in a studio that they built. Uh, it doesn't relate to what it looks like from the established shot. So that kind of ruins the continuity of this, um, of, of, I guess within season two, because I believe they use this front step for two other episodes of this, uh, season. So I'm like, they, they should have really thought about that. Like, uh, and like when we, when we saw Rudy go around the corner, I'm like, But that's not how the house looks like, you know, it's there's still more houses to go. You can't just turn around the corner and also the fact that there we saw there was a driveway um, with alleyway there's that's not the case in the established shot. Uh, So major continuity error right there. Uh, That that's I don't know, that's just so bad in my eyes, I feel like. So another fun fact. While Mrs. Westlake is sitting on the steps talking to Claire, the rims of her glasses reflect the light, but not the lens. Obviously, there are no lens, so it wasn't even a real glasses. It wasn't glasses that she needed help seeing. So, uh, fun fact right there for you. And, uh, also Sabrina LeBruff does not appear in this episode. She apparently, she she doesn't appear in a lot of the episodes of season two. I'm not sure if she had a, a... I should look up to see if she had other projects during the season 2 I'm not sure if that was the case or if it's really because she's really playing, uh, you know, a college student that's barely there half the time. So the lesson of this episode is learning math is an important subject to know as it affects our lives on a daily basis. Because literally we talked about a lot of math stuff in this, uh, of this episode. Literally this should be an episode that should be used for math class. So I feel like that's the lesson. And so the question I have for you guys is, was there a time where you tried to know what exactly was on the test so you could only t- study that exact subject? Let me know using the hashtag early spring at Black TV Shows Pod on Twitter and Instagram. If you're enjoying this podcast and are listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave a five star rating and review because then that way other people can discover this podcast. Uh, I liked Thank you for always uh supporting this podcast. It's I greatly appreciate it. And the next episode is episode 45, the Cosby Show Season 2, Episode 22. I will see you all on the next one.